What is going on? What is going on? Welcome back to Swerve. Check, check, check. Oh, we got some hot mics yet again, yet again. Alright, you tuned in to another installment of the Swerve. I've actually got rolling off the bat this week. That's always good. Always good. Got a big show, big show. It's really, really, essentially, it's a Percy Miracles takeover because not only did he do me a lovely mix, I chatted his ear off for a bit of an interview and it's just going to take up nearly all the show. But if you know me and you know probably do well enough, I don't stray away from having a bit of a chin wag, a bit of a gas bag. But uh, yeah, like I'm going to try and get into it. I'm going to play a bit of stuff that's been going on over the weekend. I've got a new tune from Manu, Abstract Now, from uh, Canada, straight from his new toys. That's cool. Got the, I've got a more grab track, because he played last night. Shout out to the boys with the popping hot dudes. And I've got some Hashman and that, because the Heavenly Dudes know I've got that party on today from four. And if I wasn't here at work all day, that's where I'd be. So uh, I won't spend much time. Uh, I'm going to get right into it. You're tuned into BondoBeachRadio.com. Love to the Love Club as always. I've been hanging out here an hour trying to get my affairs in order and just loving the vibe. It's always a pleasure to see you. Keep it locked, 6 to 8, every Saturday. Swerve.
boy, abstract now, on that Janet vibe. Kitty's killing it, pumping out tune after tune after tune. Alright, in the next three minutes we're going to get into that interview with Mr. Percy Miracles. Uh, it's probably a low recording because I recorded on my phone a bit earlier. But hey, you get the vibe. Uh, it's good chat. Stay like his mix is fire. Oh yeah, and cop this tune over on Manu's SoundCloud. Get at the boy. Swerve.
Okay, so we have Yitzhak, 13 Miracles, aka P-Dog, Miracle Nair, any sort of AK you want to give. Uh, he's done us a lovely mix for the Swerve Show this week. How you doing, mate? Good, man, good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, asking me to do the mix. It's a pleasure. Oh, mate. It's been a, it was a pleasure of mine, and I've been lucky enough to have a good listen to it a few times already. And after meeting you and seeing you play at Subsonic and stuff, it was, it was definitely on my cards to hit you up and to have you in for a mix or even get you to send me one, man. So it's been good. Yeah, no, for sure, bro. Definitely. All right. So you're, you're a man from the north, from, uh, I suppose, what, the Maroons? Is that, yeah, that's the rugby league. I'm not really up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah nah, me. Yeah, me. I'm a, not much of a footy person myself. Either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I was just trying to maybe extend it out. But, um, yeah, you're from <laughs> Brisbane, but I'll, I'll probably give you the opportunity to give you, sort of tell people what you're about and that as we're sort of a Sydney-based station, you know, in Bondi, but, you know, we do go further than that, but give yourself a bit of an opportunity to talk about where you're from and what you do and all the little nooks and crannies you're a part of. Yeah, well, basically, uh, I'm uh, from North Queensland, but I've been living in Brisbane for the last few years, and I've been running a party uh, here called the Kush Club, which we, we kind of like, we, we do a broad range of music. Mainly, we started off mainly looking at all the like UK influence sounds, things like stuff like uh, the Hessel guys and Night Fog guys and Swamp 81 we're doing. We've kind of uh, expanded out from there to kind of encompass all the house and other forms of uh, dance music that I'm into. Uh, when we started, the scene was quite dead here. There wasn't really much going on. And so I really like, I guess it's really like gained a lot of momentum in the last maybe like two years, which has been really good to see because we put in a lot of effort with our party. Oh man, it's so good to like work at something and then have it pay off, you know? Like, like yeah. congratulations, man. Yeah, it's good just to give something back to the city, you know, and like do my bit to, to try and make the scene better here and give people a good platform to come to a party where everyone's welcome and they can hear, you know, good quality music with, and with like uh, no no pretentiousness or anything like that, you know, it's just, a, <laughs> just an environment for everyone to be welcome and have a good time. Oh, and nice. I, I think that's what every city needs, really. Oh, definitely, man, definitely. And like a, something that's sort of based around exactly what you said, those sort of fundamentals of like essentially just like a good vibe with good people, with good music. It's like the most important thing, you know? Not that yeah, like, worrying. Yeah, yeah it, that, that's it. So you, you started off sort of with like your, your bass sound there with your, your Soul Audio and your Swap E1 and stuff like that, all awesome stuff. And now you've expanded. Even I've noticed this year alone, like the, the people you guys have been putting on is so good. Would you, um, I suppose, like, is it sort of like been like a bit of a, like, you know, exciting thing for yourself, like, as your own music taste, like, being able to put on these guys and stuff like that? Oh, for sure, bro. Like, you know, pretty much everyone that we book, uh, pe- people that I'm massive fans of, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, wouldn't book them if I, if I wasn't. So it's just yeah. such a buzz to get to meet these, meet these guys and hang out with them and, like, connect yeah. on a bit more of a personal level and, you know, give back to them for their music, you know, through, you yeah. know, tr- showing them love by booking yeah, them and getting them out to our cities, you know? Yeah, no, I, I had a full feeling that's exactly what you would say. I couldn't imagine, like, after meeting you, man, you backing anything that you didn't, like, actually back 100%. No. So, no, there's no point, uh, bro. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that more, like, stays with your vibe, I guess, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
So it's more about yourself and your DJing stuff. Like, you know, how did it all begin for you? You know, what was, what was, when did you start going, oh, I'm going to start fucking around with turntables and whatnot? Ah, uh, well, so probably been DJing for about maybe like four and a half years now, maybe a little bit less. Basically, I moved in with uh, one of my longtime friends, um, and he he had turntables and shit, and I just kind of like started messing around on them and taught myself how to mix, and just went from there. Started buying records and here right we are. Right right now yeah. I've heard of. I've heard a few people tell similar stories, like, you know, they moved in or had a mate. Did your mate still DJ or did he give up? He's uh, more focused on production and stuff now. Oh, okay. Spends okay. a lot more he's time moved on. on that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The, the thing with it was, I was at uni at the time and I never really had the money for, you know, to buy turntables and a mixer and all stuff like that. So that's really what yep. limited me before then. So, yeah, it was yep. really like lucky that I was able to move in with him and he had that and allowed me to use it, you know, it's really nice of him. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, man. I remember sort of for myself personally, I sort of thought about doing it for years and like trying to learn about it and I talked to people, but I never, ever had access to any gear. And it was like, it's like, well, I'm never going to be able to afford this stuff, you know? So like, you know, you, you're lucky enough and you got a mate who's got the kit and he's ready to go and you've been able to sort of take it from there. You know, yeah, maybe yeah, really... Yeah, maybe read back to your parties and stuff, playing sort of these broader ranges of gigs. Like, do you find that your DJing is getting a lot more tight and you feel like a lot more confident playing like in different sort of, different vibes, you know, different venues to different people, different sounds, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely feel like I am, uh, I, I can be quite versatile as a DJ, you know, after playing, you know, from all the bass stuff through the house and more disco kind of things and, you know, personally, I also like quite like like footwork and jungle and things like that. So yeah, um, yep. and oh, I, I grew up, I grew up listening to hip hop and soul and punk things like that too. So having all the experience of mixing all of that and understanding all those different uh, types of music, I think really tightened up my DJing and yeah, it's definitely given me more confidence in, in what I do. Yeah, well, mate, I definitely think you've got a, a quite a broad range of uh, musical taste, and I really like that. And I, I really dig people who have like that such vast sort of pool of sounds. You know, I, I find that a lot of dudes who DJ like that are a lot more, oh, I hate, lack of a better word, I guess, so a bit more exciting because you know they're more likely to grab that weird thing and put it in with something else that you wouldn't hear like the other ten people probably do. You know. Yeah, we don't know what to expect, you know, because like, they, they could go, you know, in any kind of direction. Yeah. And I, I like to keep things exciting for people and they, I, I, can't, I don't want to be, like, playing the same thing that the next person's playing or, you know, even playing it in in the same way that they are. I like to do it in my own way. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. No, that's just cool. Yeah, it just gives people something a little bit more, you know? Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Now I remember when I was talking to you, Subsonic and stuff. You, you, you're a bit of a bit of a uh, wax head. Have you picked up any really cool records lately? Uh yeah, actually, I just bought a ton of stuff uh, from this guy on Discogs from the UK, who was selling his collection. Picked up a heap of really nice uh, UKG and house bits. I haven't arrived yet. They're still in the post, but pretty excited oh. to get them. There's like a ordinary people record in there that I've been looking for for a while and a few other really nice things. So oh, hanging oh, out for those to arrive. 
Yeah, man, I'll be hanging out to hear some maybe live recordings and stuff so I can hear some of these records. Man, it's just always so good if you could ever, like, you know, be lucky enough to come up across a collection like that on Discogs and it's got a whole bunch of stuff you're into and you just sort of, like, bang it all out in one go. Yeah, oh, man, I just wish I had more money to spend, bro. There's still, <laughs> still so much I couldn't stop. It's a never-ending battle, man. It's a never-ending battle. Yeah, no. Nah, my wallet and the, and the Discogs. <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've had a couple of other guys come to the show and say similar things and they've been in uni and things like that and he's like, yeah, can I eat Midori noodles for the next two weeks? Can I do it? It's sure. like, yeah, I can. And then they go, with money on record. I've done it before. I can do it again. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. No, that's good, man. That's good. So what's what's uh, what's coming up for you, man? What's on the cards? Like, uh, you got a party tomorrow, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, we got a party tomorrow with uh, Matrix Man. Oh yeah, today, Saturday. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that should be pretty pretty good. We're, uh, yeah, I've been a big fan of his stuff for a while. So and we've got a very uh, interesting location lined up for it. So yeah. that's pretty exciting. See how that's going to turn out. And then um, uh, in a couple of weeks, we're doing a warehouse party with uh, Anthony Naples and Mike Savito, which I'm very oh, excited man. about. Oh, wow, man. I've been That's trying to book one. Anthony for a long time since he's been coming out here, basically. And Savito is just, a, just an absolute don. So oh, That's wow, going to be very nice. And then yeah, we're definitely. also lucky enough to have Marcel Pittman in March. Oh, we've, got a, we've got a fair few you know, nice things coming up. Yeah, definitely, man. You've got so much on. Like, I, I always see your updates, and I'm like, man, it seems like you just seem to book all the really cool dudes. Like, I like a yeah, lot we'll of the dudes. Yeah, we try, like, man. Try to, like, maintain a nice level of quality and, you know, not necessarily the most obvious guys, you know. Yeah. But guys yeah. are still kind of banging out, you know, as good or if not better than anyone else is doing. Oh, oh man. All... Still keep it, like, kind of accessible for everyone as well. You know, we don't want to alienate people. We, we, yeah. As I was saying, our parties are for everyone, you know, so we want music that everyone can enjoy. Yeah, man. Oh. You, you, in total, uh, total Brisbane saviour by the sound of it, turning it back around in four years. Look at you guys. Oh, man, everyone everyone plays their part, you know, man. I'm just doing what I can do. Um, so so the Kush Club, is, so is it just you and a few dudes or, like, who are the other yeah, guys? Yeah, me, me and a couple homies. Um me and then Matt and Bart, two of my long-time friends. They are just, uh, I handle most of the uh, the back-end side of things. They helped me kick it off uh, at the start. And yeah, it's just good. It's just a, it's a really tight family now with everyone that comes. We've got a really solid crew of regulars. That everyone's, it's been really great just to see everyone like kind of develop their friendship through the parties and stuff. Nice one, man. Nice kind, one. Of, kind of like, you know, become everyone's party now, now more so than, you know, ours. I'm all right, mate, all right. So where do you see, like, you know, the the Kush Club going in, in the future and, and you also yourself more so to do with, like, your own DJing? Like, what have you got plans? Like, what are, you, what are your moves and stuff? Oh, uh, well, I'm, prob- I'm, I'm planning to move to Melbourne towards the end of the year, so probably wrap up the parties here in Brisbane when that happens, you know, stay with the the odd occasional party for uh, special reasons. But then um, I've also been uh, trying to put together a little record label over the last couple of weeks and something I've wanted to do for a long time. And I've recently just uh, come across a lot of music that's really resonated with me with it, and it's uh, something that I 
some music that I really feel strongly about. It should be out in the world for people to hear, and I want to be the person to put it out. So that's that's what I'm uh, working on at the moment, and just uh, yeah, yeah, keep working on my own DJing and my own tunes, and hopefully get them to a level where I can put them out too. Oh man, for sure. Well, a few things there. Another feather in the cap. You know, you've got a big move coming up. Like, um, oh, I've got so many questions. Well, one of them is to do with like probably straight up being a full music junkie. I'm curious to see who are these artists that have you been interesting, or are you going to keep that on lockdown until? Oh like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to like name any names yet until things are things are in motion. You know. Yeah, no worries, man. Just keep your name on this, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you the promos, man. Yep, yep. Okay. All right. And number two, what is the boys going to do if you're going to take off to Melbourne? Are you still trying to help them out a bit? Are they going to move with you? Oh, no idea, man. No idea. I feel like it's time for me to do something like a little bit selfish and, you know, continue, you know, continue transfer to my own interest a little bit you know I've oh, been like, over the last four years of doing the parties here you know I've fairly been doing it for the benefit of everyone in a, in a way so it's oh yeah like time, time to look at the number one for a change yeah a little bit you know no that's good man you've got to do it if you don't look after yourself man no one else will so yeah know, exactly that would be the best advice I'd say no oh, it's good on you okay so I'm mentioning yesterday like I was going to ask you a few things about like Brisbane and this nightlife because Sydney is quite similar you know with all these laws would you maybe say that that's why you're probably heading to Melbourne because you feel like you've got a lot more of an opportunity oh for sure like it's it's definitely getting a lot harder to do parties here yeah oh, there's just a real lack of quality venues and you know even though we we try quite hard to look outside the box and do parties in spaces that people don't normally use even that's quite hard to do here. The government's really um, not really accepting of things like that. So we have yep. to really go under the radar. And then, oh God, that's dodgy yeah, think, too for you. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not the best, but uh, we make it work. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Brisbane's definitely headed the same way as Sydney in terms of the lockout laws and things that are looking like they're going to come into place. So yeah. once that happens, it's really going to be the nail in the coffin for the, the nightlife here, I think. Oh, God, that's Which so a shame. shame. Yeah, it yeah. is, it is. Especially because, like, someone like yourself and your mates have spent the last couple of years trying to, like, manage around what probably is already instated and working towards making, like, you know, building on a scene and creating, like, a family and a community. And then it's getting to the point where it's getting even too ridiculous to even really even do that, you know? And yeah, and it just gets to the point where it's, like, just wears a little bit thin, you know, just trying to constantly push uphill to make things happen. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, big, I'm sure you got, guys in Sydney experience oh, the same kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Everything's been happening there. I think I think the other day was, like, the, the second year anniversary of, like, when they brought these laws in and it just, like, boom, just changed everything. And it's really hard to look back, like... And, you know, I'm, I'm being from Melbourne and stuff, I've had, like, the 24-hour that party life. And even when I came to Sydney, you know, I've seen what the city, city was like, you know, when it was sort of, like, a lot more free and that. And then as I got older, you know, and then had this happen, I thought, initially I thought, like, this is crap, you know, like everyone else. But I go, I'll probably be able to manage, but it really does affect you a lot more than what you think, I found, like... 
like a lot of people, like if even people who work in hospitality and all that sort of stuff, like all it affects, like there's this whole nightlife industry arts thing that's just like gone to shit. Like no one does yeah, anything anymore. Yeah, ripple effect from it. Yeah. There's a lot of more people affected than just DJs and people who work in. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not just the bands and stuff, it's everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and I, I, I really, like I hope it, you know, it would change between now and next year, but I reckon I'll see even more like, Woolworths go down and this being in Sydney like uh, we've only got one airport and they don't run 24 hours so they only get tourists in like you know when those airports can run and like while yeah, they no, were I've, been, I've been the victim of Sydney's uh, airport <laughs> restrictions <laughs> got, in the past yeah you got, got turned around yeah yeah oh shit Imagine you getting all the way here and then getting turned around and come home eh? it's a joke yeah well, I wasn't uh, too chuffed about it no, mate. No, that's no good. Uh, well, enough about the politics, mate. I thought I always try and ask everyone, like, for maybe like a funny story or a good story, or sometimes I like the really horrible things when everything goes fucking wrong. Because, well, you know, when you do music live and stuff like that, or for parties or DJ and play a band, whatever, shit seems to go wrong. So, like, you know, do you have any, like, you know, you've no doubt you've had heaps of stuff happen, man. Yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. Doing, you can't yeah. avoid it. You can't avoid it. I don't know. Probably the most stressful experience that I've had in terms of that was uh, for our second birthday party. We did a party on the rooftop of this uh, backpackers in the city. Yeah. In the lead up to the party, it was just monsoonal rain for three days straight. Oh, we shit. We didn't really know if it was going to come good or not. And the rooftop is completely uncovered. So we were, we were we were definitely a little bit worried about it. On the day, we basically decided to just set up a bunch of bunch of marquees and gazebos and just go for it and see what happens. And uh, this building itself didn't actually have a proper elevator to uh, get everything up onto the roof. It had this rickety old service elevator that was basically a, a coffin, a coffin that uh, <laughs> moved up floors. And uh, on it, while we were setting it up, we actually got stuck in the lift for about half an hour. Oh, uh, no. Off to a bad start. And we were trying to set the gazebos up in the rain. We set one of them up and it almost blew off the top of the roof in the middle of the city. So we were fairly uh, oh, yeah, worried about how it all went. And then we eventually got it going and it was all right. And the rain oh, held off for the most part. But uh, oh. it ended up being a constant battle with the, with the venue as well. Just yeah. because of the, the level of bases shaking the building and they, they weren't really <laughs> expecting it. But, was, yeah, it was quite hard for me to relax and enjoy that one. Oh, no, uh, we also can't yeah. believe you've got a sound system up there big enough to be doing that sort of stuff in the oh, facilities you had to get it up there. <laughs> never never again, never again. There's no, there's no way I'd put anyone through what the stress that I experienced with that event. Okay, and, uh, one... One question, how many trips do you reckon you made in the elevator and after you got locked in there for half an hour, was there a chance that maybe you thought about taking the stairs? Oh, I didn't get back in it. There was no oh. way. Oh, there was no way I was getting back in that thing. And then the key oh. almost snapped. It was it was an elevator that you had to operate by putting a key into the ignition and then turning <laughs> it and holding it. When we were packing everything down, the key basically snapped off in the ignition you could it was still kind of attached and you could turn it but you never knew if it was going to break off or not and i just <laughs> i was not getting in it i was not getting in the fucking thing it oh, was God. ridiculous 
Uh, but yeah, it, it probably took a good two hours either side to get everything oh. up and down. Oh shit, man! Well, what do they yeah. say? What well, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But fuck, getting yeah, locked in the lift. <laughs> it was definitely a great experience for sure. Yeah. Oh man, I know. Like, cause when I lived up there, it was oh shit, it must have been a few years ago now. Maybe five or six. I went through one of those floods that you guys had. I think it was the second or the first year it happened. Like those big ones that wiped everything out real bad. And you're yeah. rain up there when it comes, man. It comes hard. So I can't yeah, imagine yeah, well, trying to be on a roof with like gazebos trying to put up that. Yeah, gym. no, it, yeah, it definitely uh, wasn't ideal. We we just seemed to be quite plagued with bad weather whenever we decided to do an outdoor event. But oh, I guess gosh. that's just Murphy's law, you know. Yeah, of course, man. You know, you yeah. got to expect it. Yeah, what <laughs> one out of ten times it works out. I reckon for me anyway. I'll yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, even the weather leading up to this event's been pretty patchy. It's been raining all week and a lot, a lot of thunderstorms, a lot of lightning. So we'll see oh, how mate, we go. I'll have my fingers crossed for you, eh? But, yeah, me um, too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Well, I've chatted you off well and truly long enough, mate. Um, we'll get into the mix. I just thought maybe you want to tell us maybe what you're throwing in there or are you just going to leave it all uh, up for speculation? No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll introduce it. It's just, uh, it's just a bunch of records I've uh, been playing a lot lately is starts off uh, with some, some more happy bits that I've really been feeling, a bit more stripped back, and then kind of moves into some more Chicago jacking kind of stuff, and then kind of finish off with some broken beat bits. And yeah. yeah, man, I, I, I totally dug it, and I'm sure everyone else will, man. So, yeah, thanks for the chat, and we'll get stuck into the mix, mate. No, it's all good, man. Thanks again. Cheers.
you're tuned in to BondoBeachRadio.com.au. we got Percy Miracles in the mix. You're listening to Swerve, 6 to 8 every Saturday. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, make sure you cop it on the podcast over at SoundCloud, backslash Swerve hyphen Saturdays, I believe. Mate, I throw it up there every week. Go catch yourself a download.
We've just come into the last half an hour. We've got the boy Percy Miracles in the mix. You're tuned into Swerve Saturdays. It's on BondiBeachRadio.com.au. Keep it locked.